This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. White flag right there, white flag. The planes have the run, one back. Watch that too, he's a white car on the outside, he's one back. Both lanes have runs here, the two slow and the 11 down real good. Both lanes have help, both lanes have help. The 11 and 2 are going to slowly throw down with the two back from you, two back from you, two back from you, two back from you. The 11 is slow and the two, the two slow and the 11 now. Ruger, come to the with the 11 on the bottom. The 11 is closer, the 11 is closer. The two is slowing down, the two is slowing about all the help on the bottom, bud. All the help is on the bottom. Help is on the bottom. Help is on the bottom. The 11 is not clear. The 11 is not clear. It's a big wreck in the mirror. The 11 is not clear. Keep coming, bud. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check your flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! We're going to turn it! Woo! I love you, man. I love you. Thank you. What a day! What a day! Unbelievable! Yeah, man, we won it. I can't believe it! I cannot believe it! <laughs> Unbelievable! There you go. After 41 of these Dale Jr. downloads, number 42 is by far the happiest. With Mike Davis and Amanda Troutman, I'm Taylor Zarzer, and this is the Dale Jr. download. Mike Davis, what a night, man. Sunny night, Daytona 500. Uh, unbelievable. I don't even know where to, to begin, but uh, everybody associated with Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Junior Motorsports and Hendrick Motorsports and NASCAR, for that matter, is just jubilant still here on Tuesday. I got to be honest with you. There was a long time, uh, Sunday night and Monday, uh, all day yesterday, I didn't think I was going to be able to do this podcast without crying. I'm that happy. And, and, and we've been waiting for this for so long. And I'm just, I'm still on cloud nine. It's Tuesday. And I've actually got sleep now. So I am still on cloud nine. I, I can't believe that, uh, that Dale Jr. went out there and won that Daytona 500. And he did it against the best. It wasn't one of those fluky things where, you know, the top contenders wrecked out. There were, there were some significant wrecks. But at the end of that race, the, the big contenders, your Jimmy Johnsons, uh, your Brad Keselowski's, uh, you know, Biffle, Carl Edwards, Gordon, they were all there, and Junior beat them. Well, and I think you said it. I mean, he totally earned the victory completely. No, nobody can ever take that away from him. And it, what, what's interesting to me is so many people in the sport have talked about in the last 48 hours just how it was some of the hardest, most competitive racing they have ever seen, let alone in Daytona, but anywhere for that matter. When Dale Jr. took the lap, took the lead on lap 131, for the next 69 laps, he was fighting his heart out yes. to lead every single one of them, and it felt like it was white flag racing for 69 laps. And how aggressive he was to stay out front almost that entire time was remarkable. I, you know, it's one thing to, to give him credit for winning the Daytona 500, and he certainly deserves all of that. Uh, but I, I think we need to also put in perspective just how impressive of a victory it was. I mean, we've seen a lot yeah. of guys luck into wins in restrictor plate racing. Dale Jr. earned every single lap. I mean, it, was, it really was remarkable. I was talking to him on the phone last night. Uh, they're up there doing the Champions Tour right now. And he was telling me, he's like, I just can't wait to get back home and watch the race. And I said, when you watch this race, I don't even know if you realize how hard. I know you know how hard you were driving. And he was. He was using every inch of that racetrack to just stay out front, inside, outside. They were swerving all over the place. I said, I don't know if you realize how hard everybody else was driving. They were throwing everything they could at you. 
and and it was the it was the the, the race where everybody was putting it all out there. Nothing was left off the plate. They put it all out there. That made it the one of the best races I think I've ever seen. Well, and it, it certainly did. And, you know, I think that last year we talked a lot about how aggressive they were in the, in the chase. Dale Jr. will remind us all the time of how aggressive he's always been as a driver, how badly he always wants to win races. But I think that he would admit that he hasn't been – he and his team, and especially Steve Letard, have not been thinking about the consequences since uh, the last nine races of the chase. And I don't think that – I think it's quite obvious – now that it's win or go home kind of racing style that they have in this cha- with this new points st- system, that um, you don't think about the consequences. He was determined to lead every lap, get out in front as quickly as he could. And now that he's won this race, Mike, I, I don't know about you, but I have incredible confidence that these guys have as good a chance as any to compete for a championship. And can you believe that we get to do all our podcasts this year? And not have to worry about Chase, and not have yeah. to ask the question. You know, when is he going to get his win? We just we just solved it. I'm happy. I can't believe it. We we get to just not only do they get to go all out for wins now, we can go all out on this podcast talking about just going after wins. We don't have to worry about points. And it, and it, you know, Taylor, eventually it all comes back to it's just about us, right? I mean, I mean, mm. that's what we really care about, right? Yeah. Well, in in all seriousness, <laughs> it is about you guys, and and I'm happy, very very happy for you and for everybody associated with uh, with Junior Motorsports. I mean, it certainly was the the two greatest days in the history of the organization. Yes. Uh, combining that with Regan Smith and, yes. and then Junior winning on uh, on Sunday. I mean, I am. You guys have worked so hard for all of this, and. Um, I think that what made it the, the win most special is what he said afterwards about the reason why this is as special a win as I have ever had is because of the people I'm doing it with. And that certainly includes yeah. you and includes everybody there at, at the shop. And uh, these are these are great times yeah. for Dale Earnhardt Jr. and everybody associated with him. So I would it's say, really, really cool to celebrate. I would say that the significance of this win in my life ranks somewhere between my wedding and maybe the my the day I was born. <laughs> what do you think about that? What about your children? Are That's they, what I was get getting to, ready to no, say. No, no. Yeah, I, I didn't mean, tell they, you where wedding and birth, the day I was born ranked. I, you, you, okay. You're assuming that's one you're and two. You're ranking your – so you're, you were jubilant when you were born? Because I don't remember I was, when I was I born. I was ecstatic. It was a significant yeah. day in my life. Okay. All right. Well, um, I, I hope Miss Sarah is listening to this podcast and will remind you of those two wonderful children that you have. It's funny because we have our top five moments in our life. And, um, you know, like you'd be surprised at what some of the top five moments are. But this is a top five moment. This yeah. is a t- the weight of the world seems off everybody. I mean, it's just it feels so good. It feels so yeah, I, good. And I'm well, so I think happy. I speak. For, I think I speak for all fans is I mean, my heart was just flying through my chest on those last few laps, but I know a lot of people had nerves about it and because it's been so long and so many close calls, but I, I just knew he was going to win this race. He he had absolutely the best car. He ran the best race. I had a confidence that he was going to get it done because of the driving style that he showed uh, throughout that entire race. Let's hear a couple of clips, yep. some in-car chatter here. Uh, around lap 162, Stevie tells Dale he needs to start saving some fuel. Looking outside, outside. Keep coming, big wreck in your mirror. Outside, outside. Caution, keep coming there. Caution will be out. Caution's out. You're the leader. Caution out. You're the leader. Save, save gas, save a lot. Really aggressive. Save, 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 save. 
Yeah, this one, we need it all, but like we talked last year, I need every drop you can give me under this yellow. Yeah, and, and clearly, Mike, uh, these guys had to be very, very mindful of that, and he did a – Dale did a very good job of saving. They got a couple cautions, and I think that they would have been good even under uh, a one <laughs> green-white checkered finish. I'm not sure about multiple ones, but uh, that is always something to be concerned with. And, hey, get used to Stevie saying that all year. Now that you can just completely go yeah. for wins after you've gotten <laughs> one, get ready to hear oh, yeah. Stevie say that a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, here's something that uh, I'm glad I didn't know at the time, but uh, we were talking yesterday, and when they said that, are you ready for this? They were three laps short. Yeah. They were three laps short, and and now we're saving gas. And all, obviously they had some cautions, and there was one caution period. I can't remember which one. It was one of those big wrecks that was somewhat lengthy, and that helped us tremendously. And we actually went from three laps short to being three laps in the good. And – Man, but that's the last thing you want to hear when you're at a restrictor plate track because not only are you short on gas, but that means everybody else might be short on gas. Well, and if and it that, takes and one, it's going to wipe everybody out. Well, and that's why I wasn't as nervous about it is because of what you just said there. If Dale Jr. is the only one that's three laps uh, short on gas, uh, I'd been a lot more nervous. When that trash came on the grill, though, man, that was a different story. We'll get to that in just a minute. Speaking of nerves, I love that this was the clip of the night uh, right oh, here yeah. when Steve asked Dale about his nerves. Are you having fun? It's kind of fun out there. Yeah, but this is for the big prize, man. Not <laughs> to be nervous. It's hard to enjoy it. That's why I asked, because I wasn't really enjoying it. I've seen a few words. I'm enjoying particular pieces of it, but the entire experience is driving me crazy. Yeah, it's definitely well, Whatever happens, man, you drove a hell of a 500 miles, man. Done a great job. Got us a position. That's all we can ask. We come down here two weeks ago to be where we're at here with 15 to go. That's perfect. That's I just love. Yeah, that's good. I, I just, I just love how uh, real and honest that is. And I, I understand that we've got 38 more of these after this week, and these two guys have 35 more races. I guess 36 if you include the All Star race uh, together. Uh, but I'm really, really going to miss. That's one thing I thought about listening on Sunday night, Mike, is I'm really going to miss the back and forth these guys have because I, I mean this. I mean, I, my job requires me to listen to crew chiefs and spotters and, and drivers uh, throughout the entire garage. The connection that the two of these guys have is just incredible, and it was fun to listen to that. And this was Stevie's last chance to win a Daytona 500. If yeah. if his TV career sticks and he goes on, which I think he will, obviously, because uh, he's going to be really good at it. But man, can you imagine the stakes in this thing? I mean, this was this was it. This was his last chance. He's been in this sport forever, and and this was it. And the, and they delivered. It still I get chills just thinking about it. Hey Taylor, let me ask you this: On the last lap, now be honest. What were you doing? Were you yelling? Were you kicking? Were you or were you just calm and just watching? I was I was waiting to see him cross the start finish line so I could go grab my almost nine year old daughter and and wake her up, which I really might uh, have to sleep in a different room. Because my <laughs> wife was not a big fan of that decision, but um, I was waiting to do that. So th- that really was what I was thinking about is sharing that with my daughter Katie, who is a and my daughter Grace also is a huge fan of Dale Jr. Because of you, both of them have met him and. You know, they, they love the picture that they took with him, and he was really, really kind to both of them. And, and so because of that, they've become big fans of his. And 
Um, so I, that's what I was thinking is I, I have to share this moment with my kids yeah. because of how much they love Dale Jr. So that, that's what I was thinking. But just listening to TJ, who did a hell of a job oh, and hope he feels yes, better, um, yes. I just listening to him spot um, and watching Denny Hamlin, who let's give him – I mean, throughout Speed Weeks, he had the best car there. Yeah. And Hamlin, without a spotter uh, in the last six or seven laps, which is crazy in Daytona – comes all the way up to second and i i thought he had a real chance to get to junior's bumper so i i was just watching the 11 and and the 20 junior's ability mike to block biffle uh earlier on to block to some degree gordon and jimmy and kislowski and edwards yeah and then hamlin it was just remarkable it It really was it was incredible driving best driving i've seen best driving collectively by all those guys what about the lap where Biffle was in the lead or, or or trying to take the lead from Junior, and they were side-by-side, side, and Biffle completely switched lines, and, and Junior did as well. They, like, crisscrossed. They totally crisscrossed, yeah. like, on the backstretch. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're all going to end up on a rollback like this. Hey, I, I, it was crazy. I, I, we, we'll give the show to Junior here in, uh, in just a moment. I think people will love that, and then we'll get to Reaction Theater. But the, the other thing I was thinking is about – if that car catches on fire because of that damn piece of garbage, oh, I was yeah. I, I was thinking because Dale Jr. had the pole in Kentucky and, and I was there doing some work for PRN and and, they, and somebody's tire flew off. That's right. And and Dale Jr. ran over the tire. Yeah. And then under caution, he runs over a piece of trash that gets on his grill. And then you got the Fox Boys calling out TJ <laughs> saying his spotter should have seen that. And I'm like, oh my! I can't believe this. And uh, but of course, for a short uh, run like that, yeah. it might actually be better to overheat the car a little bit. But I, man, I don't know about you, Mike, but that was terrifying me. It was. I didn't know what to think about it because I, I was in my head thinking, well, you know, on qualifying runs, which is this is essentially the length of a qualifying run, or how or how qualifying runs used to be, we would tape up the grill. You tape it up as best you can, and uh, because you're just going to run two laps, so. That was in my head, and ultimately, that might have actually helped us. Now, you didn't know what to think at the time. Yeah, I, you did have that little bit of worry, saying, "Please tell me this is not how our Daytona 500 ends right here." Uh, but I did have you know that in mind that like we essentially just taped up the grill for for a two lap run, and that's what we have. Yep, and uh, did help. It, it did help. It did help, and just uh, seeing his face after the race, just the 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 amount of joy that he had. You know, Marty Smith is is one of my best friends. Uh, you're close to him as well, and Junior's also going to be uh, on their on Marty and McGee's podcast today, which we hope you listen to. Um, but afterwards, Marty uh, texted me a picture of the two of them and just said, "I he's he was in tears. He just said, I've never seen this guy as happy. I just couldn't be happier for this guy, and it's so much fun to see the joy on Dale Earnhardt Junior's face. Well, and you're going to hear it in his voice now." as uh, Junior is uh, going through an incredible media circuit in the yeah. last 48 hours. And Mike Hogue is uh, there with him, among others. And Junior and Hogue just kind of took a short pause while all this was going on. And I think the idea was for Hogue to ask Junior some questions. But Junior said, the hell with that. This is Dirty Mo' Radio. I'm doing, I'm doing the it. interview. Yeah. I'm in control. He's working for us. Yeah, yeah. So we, we owe him some money. No, really, that's the thing. For Dirty Mo, you're going to hear a lot of junior interviews this week from a lot of different mediums, and and, and it's just you're going to hear a lot. Of, but you won't be hearing Junior doing the interviewing, and that's essentially what we're giving you here on Dirty Mo Radio. Dale Junior is our 
correspondent on the media tour, so he's going to essentially give us a report. And he's going to interview Hogue because <laughs> that's well, what everybody wants. Let's hear it. All right, everybody, this is Dale Jr. I'm sitting here with Mike Hogue. Uh, we are in Bristol, Connecticut on a Monday night. Um, coming to you to talk about uh, our Daytona 500 win. And we're on our media tour. We were in New York City all day today. We did David Letterman and a bunch of big quick hits uh, here and there. Must have done probably uh, 15, 20 different interviews. Had a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to be on, uh, we're going to do kind of a, a tour through ESPN tomorrow and do a lot of shows. And then we're on to Austin, Texas, and eventually Los Angeles and then Phoenix on Thursday. But it's all part of the celebration uh, for what we accomplished Sunday uh, night and winning the Daytona 500 for the second time in my career. And I am not letting Mike talk much, but anyways. Mike's here, and uh, what do you think about uh, what do you think about that race and and how it went down? Just watching it from your perspective. Well, from my perspective, I was with with Amy, your girlfriend, and we were that that entire race, man. When we got back to green, it was exciting every lap. We were Amy was cheering, I was cheering. We were pacing the bus, and then those last twenty laps, we came back down, and it was I was so nervous. And I told you right after you got out of the car. I wrote you in the car. I said, man, I have never been so nervous watching a race. And you go, well, hell, how the hell do you think I feel, man? I was driving. So just that whole experience meant, meant really so much to me, just being part of it. And I know you've been around a long time, but I, I really do mean that. And, and I can't thank you enough that I'm part of this team, and, and I appreciate it. So it, it was cool. And then we went off of, what, 45 minutes to an hour of sleep, and we we knocked it out today, and now we're enjoying ourselves at the hotel. So. Yeah, that was uh, – I ain't never seen a race like that that I can remember and one that intense um, for such a sustained period of time from the moment we got the restart um, after the rain delay. That, the intensity level picked up tremendously and stayed that way all the way to the very end. And I've heard a lot of great comments about how people uh, felt about the competition and felt about the race itself, and really a lot of people enjoyed that race not only because we won it but uh because of the fact that it was a fun race to watch and i was happy about that you know you uh you take a lot of pride in winning a race that people enjoy seeing and one that was a challenge uh i've you know i've just was really amazed at the the talent around me and seeing what guys were doing and what they were willing to do to try to get the lead and just the links they were willing to go to and how we were all really pushing the boundaries with each other and really testing each other and asking a lot of each other out there on the track. So it was a it was a really surreal experience and one I'll never forget. We're in uh, full media mode right now. It's been a long day. We slept about an hour last night after we got the car finished through tech and approved. Uh, we got up at 6 o'clock in the morning to send the car into the museum and uh, out at Daytona for the fans to see it all year and it was just uh, it's been a it's been a long but fun day and I'm really I felt like, I felt like we, we left so rushed and everything I felt like I was forgetting 10 things but man it was yeah it was it was a great day overall you know. 
Yeah, it was. It did feel, uh, you know, we didn't have any clothes packed. We weren't prepared to go on a media tour across the country. So we've been sort of buying clothes as we've had an opportunity um, and trying to get clothes that we can wear. And, uh, that, you know, going on Letterman was really fun. I've never done that before. I've been there and, and done and been a part of the show, but never actually got to sit on the couch and talk to Dave himself. So that was probably the highlight so far. Um, the race itself, I know everybody wants to probably hear about the race and our uh, opinions about it. Um, you know, like I said, it was the most intense race I've been a part of and one I'll never forget. I really take a lot of pride in winning that one, not only because it's Daytona 500, but just because of how hard everybody was racing each other. That was a lot of fun. Everybody gave each, gave each other enough room to compete, but really, you know, you could get boxed in in some tight situations and you had to be pretty tough to to manage through it and and um you know the team did did a good job giving a great car to me uh giving putting a great car on the starting grid steve had a great strategy pit guys did some great pit stops give us a lot of great track position all the things that needed to go right went right and we were able to pull through in victor lane um thanks for tuning in to dirty mo radio where you got a lot of things in store this year you guys heard all about it and we're excited to bring that to you so uh keep tuning in we'll talk to you Next week, after Phoenix. Take it easy. And last but not least, follow Dale Jr. on Twitter. He is now on Twitter. <laughs> have, a, have a good day, Dirty Mo Radio listeners. <laughs> um, there's a few things that, that I think we should mention here, Mike Davis. Yeah. No, number one is um, it, it is really remarkable to listen to Dale Jr. talk about how it was maybe the most intense race that he's ever been part of. Um, and, and of course we felt that watching it, but to hear him say it really is just gives you an idea of, of what he just accomplished and how impressive it was. Uh, the second thing is, is Mike Hogue never ceases to amaze me. This guy, Hogue, <laughs> I mean, awesome. first of all, he's become this Twitter celebrity. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, he's now that you're off the road and he's become the road manager, you know, now he's sort of like a rock star. They're using his pictures on the front page of the Charlotte Observer. Yes. So now he's like a newspaper photographer. Uh, but one thing he is not is a uh, is a radio talk show host or interviewer, uh, because you know listening to him and that it's it just it's hilarious. And if you heard last week on White Flag, him trying to read that was even better. But the first thing Dale Jr. asks him, Mike, is I'm just curious your perspective. You know what you thought, and he goes, uh, "Well, I was watching the race with your girlfriend." I mean, like. <laughs> Who says uh, that? Yeah. Well, I, was, I was I was in the motorhome uh, watching the race with your girlfriend. Hilarious. That is so Old good. Hope. You know what, though, in, in all seriousness, there's a couple things that I, I want to take from that uh, that piece. And first of all, thank you, Junior. Thank you, Hogue. You know, they're on one hour sleep there. They're sitting, finally being able to relax, and they're at the hotel bar drinking a beer after a long day. And uh, th this is what you can expect on Dirty Mo Radio all year. This, those guys are delivering for us. So uh, a couple things. One, you know, a lot of people asked me, you know, did it, did it really stink for you to not be there? And the answer to that is absolutely not. Listen, I, I actually, I, I've served my time. And I actually, uh, you know, I've been, I was at his first Daytona 500, and I was at many wins. And to, to be able to uh, have other people experience what I experienced in those 10 years is, is, I get a lot of happiness out of that. And to know that Hogue was there for Dale Jr.'s Daytona 500 win and, and is now in New York and now doing that tour, it's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And him and Laura Scott, 
those guys, it, it actually, it just it really makes me enjoy this much more knowing that they are That's right cool. there and doing that. Uh, the second thing that I thought was just hilarious is the whole packing clothes thing. They tell you, pack clothes in case you win the Daytona 500. Now, Taylor, you know how superstitious we are. So when you're packing for Daytona Speed Weeks, which is, you know, a good chunk of time, two weeks, yeah. you're, you're asking yourself, do I pack for New York? But if you do, you have it in your mind. You yeah. may be completely jinxing your chances of winning Daytona, and this is it's how we funny. think. It, so it's it, funny. I was yeah. It, it's, I was thinking about uh, Joe Madden, the manager of the Tampa Bay Rays, because he does exactly the opposite. Like in the postseason, if they're winning on the road, he packs for the next road trip in the next round. And I, I've never liked that. You know, like right. I've, I've always thought, like, man, that, that's that's dangerous. Don't don't put that in your head. You're now you're thinking about the next round. You know, so absolutely. But um, see, we may have unlocked the key to junior success in the Daytona 500, and that is that he did not pack for New York, which is beautiful. Right. They're having to buy <laughs> clothes there yeah. uh, because they did not pack adequately. That that makes me ha- that makes me really happy. <laughs> yeah, well, you see like uh, 20 different pictures of Dale Jr. with the same shirt on. That's so, right. Uh, he he yeah, may be the yeah. first Daytona Daytona 500 champion to ever wear plaid on his Champions Tour. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm checking with NASCAR stats and see if that's official. Uh, you can you can take the boy out of yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, uh, that's right. you heard some of the stuff that Dale Jr. just said uh, ahead this week on Dirty Mo Radio. Kelly's podcast debuts tomorrow. That's it's right. called Fast Lane Family. She will have all the details of the Earnhardt Miller Family Daytona weekend and yep. seeing her there, the hug she gave Dale Jr. afterwards, just how nervous she was on the pit box. I know her perspective is one you want to absolutely want to listen to. Friday, JRM 360, the podcast debuts. We'll take a closer look into Regan Smith's win at Daytona and what may have happened after the win. I'm interested to hear that. Man, what an unbelievable weekend for Junior Motorsports. Already up is the Monday recap, all the exciting highlights from the nationwide race at Daytona as well as the 500 win with Dale Jr. Amanda Troutman does an unbelievable job with that. All right, but this is the part of the podcast that has made it so much fun where you participate, it's time now for Reaction Theater. Dale Jr., 2014 Daytona 500 champion. Boom, baby. Yeah, let me do. That's number two. Yeah. I'd like to just say this to Wild Cannon. I would just like to say to TJ, great, great job, TJ. I've been a little hard on you times, but you are an excellent, excellent spotter. Now, that's how you drive. From now on, that's how you drive. Woo-hoo! Cheers, but I'm winner, baby. Last year, I ran over 20 miles out of frustration from Team 88. I barely have a voice left because I've been hollering for the last three hours. But, you know, Saturday started off with Regan Smith winning the nationwide race. And after the race, Junior telling the guys that he, wreck some cars hey bring them by the shop we're gonna hang bodies on those cars it's like god man that's why i love dale earnhardt jr man he is he is a good guy coming into the daytona 500 i knew we would be good just because stevie and, and dale jr have a good daytona cars but to see dale jr and his teammates and his family and his friends and the rest of the garage come up there and 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 just show that guy how much they love and appreciate him. Man, that just that is why I'm a Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan. I give Stevie Latard a lot of shit. I give Junior a lot of shit. But I want to tell you something. 
Job well done, guys. Steve LaTarte, I love you. However, something that I'm surprised wasn't addressed, I hate you. Why are you leaving? Why are you leaving? <laughs> I just watched you race and do you well. Oh, my God, do you well. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't, I can't. Oh, oh, my God. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, Jesus Christ. Go, Junior. Go, Junior. Go, Junior Nation. Yeah, hell yeah. It's 2.37 a.m., and Junior just tweeted, Dale, freaking yeah. I swore I would never call Reaction Theater until I had a good reason to, and this is a good reason. Congrats the entire 88 team for a fantastic Daytona 500 victory. Hell yeah. Oh my lord, have mercy, Jesus. I can't believe it. I won Daytona 500. Holy shit. Dale from South Louisiana, son. I woke up the whole goddamn neighborhood screaming for you. Thank you so much. Dale, yeah! I mean, Junior wins the 500, and then Regan Smith wins the nationwide race? Can you say best weekend ever? Woo! That is gold. Good stuff there, man. That is um, gold. We've been waiting a, been waiting a long time to hear those to hear those guys so excited, and um, it is it's great. I mean, so many so many close calls, frustrating finishes, so many great cars, great great races by Dale Junior in the last uh, a few years, especially last year, and uh, to hear people after a win and the most significant win. It's um, it's really, really great. And, again, uh, Reaction Theater is open 24-7. All you have to do is call t- toll-free like it's 1983, 1-855-740-1902, 855-740-1902, and leave us your voicemail message. We'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo Radio. And remember, there's a lot more, hey, a lot more uh, Reaction Theater calls yeah. that will be up on the website at dalejr.com. Yeah, this is a special week, and, you know, we got a ton of calls. Amanda, like, if – I know you said that we just had so many calls, and you were cleaning them out and yeah. and put, saving them. So we, we're not going to sit there and limit this to just 10, uh, 10 11 calls. We're going to actually put as many uh, together as we can and put them on com for an extended Reaction Theater Daytona 500 champion version. Uh, so be looking forward to that this week. That's great. Absolutely. All right. We're at the end of the show. It's time now to throw a new white flag. White flag right there, white flag. Awesome. It's great to have a new white flag, isn't it, Taylor? That's TJ Majors just last week. Uh, So, yeah, it was going to be a crazy week for Junior regardless, right? Now now that he's a two-time Daytona 500 champion, it's like a new kind of crazy. So he was in New York yesterday doing Good Morning America and Letterman and other things you might have seen him. Today he's in Bristol, Connecticut, making his rounds at ESPN. Tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, You'll hear him on Motor Racing Network's NASCAR Live with Eli Gold, Roll Tide. Go to MRN.com to check your local affiliates. Now, here's some weekend race info for you guys, all right? Saturday's Nationwide Series race from Phoenix will start at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Uh, That's a big deal to us because Kevin Harvick, Taylor, will be making his Junior Motorsports debut. Uh, Chase Elliott will be driving for Napa and Regan Smith for TaxSlayer.com, which, by the way, it's tax season, so don't forget to do your taxes with TaxSlayer.com. It's the second-best decision you'll make all day, the first being, obviously, listening to this podcast all right sunday sprint cup race is set for 3 p.m eastern time will be televised on fox now like taylor said tomorrow is the debut of kelly earnhardt miller's podcast right here on dirty mo radio then on friday is the debut of jrm 360 the podcast check out our jrm 360 this week on jmracing.com by the way it's going to be a lot of reaction a lot of sort of like the video version of reaction theater uh it's it's just going to be a lot of fun uh beyond that taylor 
All I got to say is we won the stinking Daytona 500, and I really don't care about much else right now. It's um, it's really, really cool to see somebody that is so incredibly well-respected get the response that he got in victory lane and across the garage on Sunday night. Good things happen to good people, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. is a damn good driver, and he certainly uh, showed that off on Sunday night. For Amanda Troutman, for Mike Hogue, for Mike Davis, for Dale Earnhardt Jr., I'm Taylor Zarzer. You've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 